Welcome to Love Through It. I'm your host, Liana Nielsen, a former actress and comedian turned integrative nutrition health coach. I ended up here after spending my 20s getting sick and then healing from an undiagnosable autoimmune condition, depression, anxiety, and an eating disorder when doctors were no help. Combining both traditional and alternative methods, I found healing through a deeper mind-body connection. On this podcast, I'll share conversations with friends, experts, and clients on how they love through their biggest challenges to build lives and bodies they love. Let's do this. So you guys, Claire, we started this podcast (laughs) two seconds before by Claire showing me this really red, scary part of her eyeball. My eyeball (laughs) exploded. Welcome to Love Through It. We're doing a catch-up with Claire, my producer, my friend, my client, my favorite human. And why do you think this happened to your eye, Claire? Thank you so much for asking. I think that... (laughs) I mean, I have been staring at screens, which, I mean, I guess we all do and we do all the time. But also my sleep has been under the microscope recently. Yes, it has. And it's a challenge. Challenge, challenge, challenge. Um, so a couple nights ago, again, late, I've had some super late nights, but also some mm-hmm. decent nights. But and mm-hmm. I think, honestly, because all of that is not irregular. Mm-hmm. But I have to tell you, the mm-hmm. amount, and maybe this has nothing to do with it, but the mm-hmm. amount that I cried last week and this weekend was more... Than I have done for that long of a period of time, like an insane amount. So I'm like, have I just like been like my eyes have been so pressured <laughs> under. So we're just lucky they're still in your skull. So this way. Lucky. <laughs> that one was ready to pop out. Yeah. It's giving you a warning sign. Yeah. Why were you crying so much? Thank you so much for that. <laughs> um, Oh. Should we do it now? Yeah, let's do it right now. <laughs> oh my God, guys, Claire and I had a moment on Sunday where we both took turns sobbing on the phone. Sobbing. <laughs> like, just guttural sobbing. Yeah. <laughs> we just both had to let it out. There was going, and you know what? I oh, The only way out is through with that stuff. The yeah, only way true. out is through. That is true. But why were you crying? Well, last week was like a... Um, a very emotional week. It started with good therapy. But Mm, difficult, mm -hmm. like, realizing just a little bit more of my loneliness and Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. that I was, you know, and looking at childhood and shit like that. Um, You know, the fun stuff. So I had lots of tears and I was Mm -hmm. emotionally just, like, spent at the beginning of the Mm -hmm. week. And then it just kind of, and then I got very emotional about um, feelings (laughs) <laughs> you did you I had did. a really beautiful breakthrough I did I did and then um and then I finally I had a whole well I think one of the other big things is that last week I talked to my dad very frequently like if if we're yes. not if we don't talk on the phone then we're texting at least every day yes um yes. and it's you know every two to three days whether it's a quick call or a long you know whatever and yeah. I had not called him yeah. actively not like there were a couple of days that it was like, I just, the day got away from me, but um, mm-hmm. I had not mm-hmm. reached out to him a few days because I just was like so raw. 
And mm -hmm. I don't like to show up too, um, too delicate and too <laughs> emotional. I, I actually realized this about myself yeah. and it's been interesting moving to a brand new place and making all new friends and like all new. And I was feeling that way on Friday where it was like, I had these plans, but I wasn't feeling a hundred. And my, I basically had two people here in Lisbon that yeah. at this point I feel very comfortable being my full self friend. And one has already left because <laughs> people come and go so quickly here. Know, don't they? Um, and the other one wasn't here and I was talking to them and it was so funny because they were like, listen, like, you know, your friend who you're going to be with, like, loves you and it can hold space for this. And I'm like, wow, I have a really hard time being a mess and or like really yeah. being not being together or needing. Right. I'm like, I'm always the one that helps. I'm the one people come right. to. I can't do that for, for someone. And then it allowed me, I shared that with her and we were, we got closer. It was really beautiful. Yeah. But anyway, not to make it about me. No, no, no. But it is. It is. But no, um, I don't like to, because my dad, all he does is worry. Yes. You know what I mean? So he's so worried about me just in general. Um, yeah. And so I, I don't want to show up like sad because yeah. he's just going to add more worry. Right. Yes, so, I mean, it's not that I'm not honest with him, but I just, if my uh, emotional state is a little, little unstable, then, you know, maybe that's not the time. So, but I did, so we did talk on Saturday and mm -hmm. he was like, you know, you're always so cheery with me, but I just get a sense that there's a lot going on. And I just mm. lost it. Lost it. I mean, my eyes are I'm yeah. pointing to my eyes now because it's like. Oh, if your eyeball falls off on this thing, oh. it's going to be so scary, but also weird and cool, but also terrifying. And, and I don't recorded, wish that for it, which is great. I know. It'll be really exciting. It'll be really good content. So maybe you can cry a little harder. Let's like pressure the eyes. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, but we had like a really. Good. It was like such a release because I actually, I hadn't, I hadn't told him that I am moving to LA. Right. Um, right. Cause we didn't want him to worry. There's a lot of logistics. And a lot of logistics. In that. Yeah, absolutely. So I knew I had, I wasn't going to, my initial plan was that I wasn't going to tell him until I had so many of those logistics and the financials and everything kind of more figured out. Um, mm -hmm. So he wouldn't be as worried, but mm -hmm. you know, it came up when it came up. And so then we had just like this, you know, intense conversation. And then it was like such a release, but also overwhelming and fear. And then mm -hmm. the next mm -hmm. day he was like, I don't think you should do this. And then we had a whole other thing. Yeah. Yeah. He was worried. He was worried. And then we were like, then I lost it again, you know? And, but then that was Sunday was a good day because he was like, I've been thinking about it and I don't think it's a smart idea right now, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I, I spoke up and I was like, can you please, I know this is a hundred percent out of love and worry and so like, yeah, I know that you support me and you love me yeah. and this is yeah. simply out of worry, but yeah. it's, I'm receiving it. I'm hearing it that you're discouraging mm -hmm. me. And, yeah. and I, I'm having a hard time every day, just like having hope and yeah, like yeah, working towards these goals. 
that yeah, if, yeah it feels overwhelming it's overwhelming and so i yes, don't want to yeah. feel like when i talk to you you're going to discourage me because i guarantee yeah. we're going to have a huge divide between us yes yes so he was very apologetic of course because that wasn't his intention but of course you know so do you feel like this was a breakthrough in communication for absolutely. with him absolutely it was huge yeah you've had, you've had a couple of really big weeks and it's been really profound to watch your progress over the past i guess three years right yeah. and yeah. um i guess 2021 so two years um it's been eight the summer years, of 2021 <laughs> it feels like 11 it feels like 11 <laughs> years um time does not no but it i just want to reflect back to you that there, you, you've been moving through a lot and this is really interesting, right? Because I feel like at the core of a lot of the work that I do is like getting people to s stop avoiding and to see inside and to listen and see what they want. Like yeah. one of my gifts is just being able to reflect back what's happening. And this year you really, you know, Boy. and it started last summer, you were really desiring to like step into your full power. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really embody yourself and what you want and be on your own and use your own voice and all those things. And there've been like layers and layers of stripping away of relationships and habits so and many things that you do. And in the beginning of the year, you're really talking about wanting, you know, A, boundaries and being able to communicate better and B, emotional intimacy. Yes. And you had a huge breakthrough in both of them. And it was so beautiful, guys. And I just want to remind you that, like, even when things are really hard, like, Ooh. Claire was like, we had a session and Claire was just sobbing with good reason yeah. and feeling a lot of pain and feeling really embarrassed because feelings are embarrassing. They're so embarrassing. They're so embarrassing. Feelings are Stupid so embarrassing. Feelings. Um, and being really beautiful and vulnerable, though, it was like a very beautiful session. And I just sat there and I was like, I want you to know that in this fear and in this pain and in this embarrassment is the goal achieved. Does it, does it look exactly like we thought it would? No. Does anything ever? No. But is this going to lead to what you want in terms of like relationships going forward and love and all of the things that you had been avoiding and numbing through, again, food? through other relationship dynamics that weren't healthy, yes. through scrolling, through not mm. sleeping, right? And starting from our health, right? Our bodies, like we're starting to peel away all of these bad habits yeah. and look and allow yourself to just be. Well, and I think that, you know, something that I realized I mean, figuring out this emotional intimacy, like I feel as though I have, um, yeah. I mean, it's something that I have, <laughs> like there's so many thoughts. I have, thoughts. Yeah. I have, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm just thinking it's like with friends, it's like I feel as though I've been very emotionally intimate, but on, so this is kind of a different level. But mm -hmm. I think for me, it's like I, for the first time in my life, I'm in a position where I see more likely than not. Uh-oh. She's pointing to her. Are you guys are eyeball might fall my out. My eyeball Stay might tuned. fall out. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Um, I hope it's really gooey and do, gushy behind I it. I do too. And it's like a good... And it's like very cartoony. Yeah. When it comes out. <laughs> 
but no. And then, of course, it's like, boy, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a spring behind it. <laughs> it has to be. But it's like gooey. It's yeah, a yeah. gooey spring. Yeah. Um, no, but for the first time in my life, I... <laughs> I, I believe that moving, like in the position I put myself in and continue to put myself in, more likely than not, my heart may be broken. Mm-hmm. And I, I believe it's worth it. It is. It is. This is the first and time she, I've ever felt. You guys, she said something so beautiful and profound on. I'm sorry. How profound? What did I say? Well, you were like, you know, whenever people talked about love, I was like, oh, what's the big deal? Yeah. Oh. And in the, you're like, now I understand yeah. what the big deal is for the first time in my life. And I was like, oh, ooh, that, that as someone who has probably dedicated her life to love, I feel like on some level, that's what I do is like, yeah. I love you guys. That's, that's like the core of my work. Yeah. yeah. And never... And like, I've had so many friends be like, really again, another, you're jumping right into another thing. Right. But I, I remember one of my best guy friends. I love you, Bill. You definitely don't listen to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> um, but maybe you feel the love somewhere out there. Right. He was like, we were talking about relationships because he's got a big heart too. And he's always like a lover boy. And I was like, I don't know. I feel like it's falling in love and being in love is like the most wonderful part of being a human. Yeah. So until I like find that person, I'm going to do it as often as possible. Just keep doing it. Because I'm not afraid of getting my heart broken. I mean, I am, yeah. but I'm not. And then when I really you know it's broke the ball, yeah, when it really broke the hardest, and I know I say this all the time, but it's the thing that I truly believe when I really like felt the pain of my divorce and like ending that 10 year relationship that was so beautiful and so healing and so expansive on so many levels. And we were just best friends. And when that happened and that day, I remember it was in April, mm-hmm. the fr- like first April of the pandemic, I'm laying in my bed in LA on a Sunday, nowhere to go, nothing to do, nowhere to, no one to yeah. do anything with. And it was like, I was fighting the heartbreak. And I just remember like, kill me. And I was reading Glennon Doyle's Untamed, which was mm-hmm. beautiful. I'm like, Lauren, I love you, which you probably also don't want to podcast, <laughs> but my, one of my dearest friends, Lauren had given it to me and was like, you need this right now. And she was exactly right. And I was, and I was just like, let it, let it break me into a million pieces. And I sobbed and sobbed and sobbed and sobbed. But in that moment, it was the whole visualization for me of it break, shattering and then coming back together in like a million little pieces in that Japanese thing that we should yes, yes. Google it. Yes. And just being full of like gold light, but sparkly. And now my heart gets, and every time it breaks, it gets bigger and sparklier and the, and the capacity for love and empathy grows Yeah, and, and the ability to like connect. And I had this really beautiful thing happen. I had one of my dear friends. It's so funny in adulthood, right? Like, who comes and goes and who sticks around. It isn't. And the more I practice like non-attachment and the more I let go of like what I, who you're my friend and you're supposed to be my friend forever. Right. And you are not. And we met one of my dear, dear friends. And it was so funny because I don't even always think of her. I, when I think about my close circle, but when yeah. I think about people who I feel comfortable being really vulnerable with, she's one of them. And she was here and came to see me. And it's funny. Who's like come through Portugal. It's been a really interesting experience and she 
was saying how to a friend, she was coming in and out of London. She was saying, she's like, oh, I'm going to visit one of my friends and I'm going to Portugal and I'm probably going to cry a lot. Yes. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and she was like, well, there is something about being in your presence that, and I think this is, this is going back to me being really willing to be in my heart and yes. allowing it to break and open and be really vulnerable with how I feel. She's like, there's something really special about you is you are so honest. You are so open. You're so vulnerable. You're so willing to feel that you create a space where it is so easy to meet you there. You almost, you know, require people to meet, you know, it's like you throw the gauntlet out, right? right. Where it's like, this is where I'm starting. Who wants right. to be there with me? And I've been feeling so stuck and like disconnected from my heart and my emotions and really yeah. feeling like I want to cry and I haven't been able to. And I was just talking about my experience and my struggles in the past six months of being here. And there have been so many beautiful moments, but I've been really facing my, my deepest fears from childhood have resurfaced. It's really wild. Yeah. And really having to look at a lot of my insecurities about love and money and all of it. Yeah. And just telling her and she starts weeping. And I was like, and she's like, sorry. And she said, it was cute. She's like, oh, my heart opened. Like, this is the first time I've felt my heart in months. Yeah. And I was like, wow, I guess I'm doing something right. You yes, know I mean? we know if that. Nothing else happens. Yes. If I can be a space just by sharing my experience yeah. for other people to feel open to having their own, like, that feels like success. Absolutely. Even if I don't make another dime doing this, that feels like success. It to is. Me. Well, we you already have changed lives and you continue to do that. But I'm going to say, let's not say you're throwing the gauntlet down. I, I see you in a very um, plush, like a soft playhouse, like a, a bouncy castle. Like take a bouncy castle, Ooh. but cover it in like micro suede and salt. That sounds like, amazing. I know, right? <laughs> well, can you make this? Can I live yes, there? I feel like we need to make it, but like have it with cushions and like a, just a cozy space. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like making it safe and making it okay. Mm, yeah. So yeah, and it it I think it is you know. And I was listening to my favorite Martha Beck uh, on her podcast. She was interviewing Dick Schwartz, who um, does the uh, internal family systems therapy. He created right. that. Yes. And it was so interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so interesting because she was talking about, because it's become so like ubiquitous recently. I, did I use that word right? Sure. sure. Everywhere. I was to say, I think for in your world, it has like I don't think yes. I've heard it. it's probably starting to make its way through TikTok, but which yeah, I'll yeah, find yeah, out yeah, about yeah. it next year. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I do feel I don't know a ton about it, but it's like the idea yeah. that we're not just one mind; that there yes. are many different parts to us, and there are these protector parts and these like it's like we have a know, family within inside ourselves. of us, right? Yeah, 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 and that you can ask these other parts to step aside and step forward and it's very interesting right. where most of us are just like no 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 be quiet I'm going to power through this it's right. like no give space to those voices and you know how it's almost this spiritual type of of therapy and I always feel kind of like this is something I'm a little bit quiet about because I think really well I don't fancy myself religious I never was I didn't grow up religious I didn't right. grow up in that kind of household right 
I grew up in a very science-based house uh-huh. and I love science and that if, if I grew up in any religious religion, it probably would have been that one. Right. And, um, it was interesting though, through my healing journey, I, I started to feel like there was just something more. Yeah. And what I, what I don't know what it is. And it was interesting because in them talking about this type, type of therapy, there was this almost like there's this self, there's this part of you. And I really connect to it because like when I remember when I read the untethered soul and uh-huh. really started for the first time in it, it, like it took me so long to get through it. I was in my twenties yeah. and it was through acting. Right. Cause you know, there's, Nothing that makes you navel gaze more than being an actor. Bye, 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 bye. Because, um, and Eddie was like, oh God, can you not ever, like, what did he say? He's like, oh, she, yeah, you did it for 14 years and you're going to be talking about it for another 41. And I was like, hey, it was a big part of my identity until recently. Listen, being still- an actor, I mean, it is glamorized and there are lots of fun parts about it, but it's a fucking tough. Like we have to believe in ourselves. We have to, or we have to be somewhat delusional too, because we're continually rejected. And so it's like, but we have to always be emotional and available and like all this. So it's a huge part of us. Of course, we're going to talk about it. Well, I mean, it's a huge part of my healing. Like I felt like when I look back on it, like for me, it was a huge part of my healing because like I really needed to be seen and I really needed to be validated and I really needed to be like, you're okay. Yeah. Which I was looking for love in all the wrong places with that. Because I kept being like, ooh, getting better and better jobs. I'm like, okay, did this fill the hole? Yeah. This fill the hole? Which is no different than smoking or sex or shopping or whatever it is. Like I need this, this validation that I'm, that I'm getting on some level a healing, but it's also never actually. Not it's like, oh, yeah. guys, it's, it comes from within, right? That's where we get it. Ultimately, it's like healing those wounds and giving it to ourselves. But, oh, gosh, we've gotten so deep in the weeds with where I was going. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, and then I got all distracted with the... Um, the acting stuff. The acting stuff. Oh, okay. I would No, so in acting, it's so hard. And as someone who didn't like herself very much, who didn't speak to herself very nicely, didn't like her body, who didn't have, a, who had a lot of false confidence, who could like play the role of being confident. For sure. For sure. Who knew how to fit in, who could be a chameleon, but who deeply didn't feel that. Right. Yeah. I would bomb auditions all the time. Yeah. And I would, you know, I could like really put on a, like dating was really interesting because I could like do it and I believed in it and I knew I was lovable, but it was like, I'm going to, this is my dating personality. Right. So even with my husband, it was like, I think he never fully maybe saw me because I don't think I let him because I was like, no, I, you're the perfect guy. I'm going to show you what I feel like is appropriate. You're right. right? The perfect wife. The, this is how I'm so perfect. And, you know, I, we're going to wait forever to have sex and I'm going to be like housewife material. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to do all the things right. So I marriage material. Right. Well, you're going to follow the rules. I was going to follow the rules and we did. And we all, we both did. I think we both had our best behavior and it was the most beautiful relationship I'd ever been in. Like for sure. Right. But it was like me trying my best. So here's my apron, you know, here, like, I mean, I never smell bad or poop or right. anything. Which Lord knows. And that's of our- course, if we were together 10 years, he saw behind the curtain. There are all right. kinds of awful things about me that he knows. Um, Not awful, just real. Yeah. Human, human, human awful. I mean, we all have awful things. There's a list. We're all awful, um, period. But, <laughs> um, but, 
oh god, here I am getting so far away. No, but talking but we, oh, about like the different people inside in us, in and us. like how much I had to um, really look. Why I was like bombing auditions, or like I was really confronted with the fact that like you can play a part in life, uh-huh. but the vulnerability that's asked for you to be an actual good actor, yeah, like I could I could play the part socially and in the world. But when I was in a situation where it was like really play the part or really feel the feelings, I couldn't do that. Yeah. I was really disconnected from myself and my feelings. And there was, and I didn't feel good enough to share that part of myself. And I didn't feel good enough to expose that. So of course that drives therapy that, you know what I mean? Like lots of self-help, lots of, and I remember I ended up getting, reading the other untethered soul for the first time. And it was really, really, it like totally messed with my mind. Cause I was like, you're telling me that I'm not my thoughts. And I remember I came up with a vision of for the first time through that book where it was like, and I, it was most, it was a combination of the reading the book and just my understanding of the book was like, oh no, there's sometimes when I'm in the movie of my life mm-hmm. and I'm caught up in it. Yeah. But if I can, if I can sort of take a minute, I can also be the person who's stepping back and sitting in a chair and watching it on the screen. Mm-hmm. And when I can be in the chair, I can be like the higher self or the whatever you want to right, call right, right. it, right? The, the capital S self. Sure. And I can just watch it. I can also not go on the ups and downs of everything and not take everything personally, not have anxiety. And, and it was a really interesting stripping away of all of those things. Yeah. So they, and that felt like really interesting and profound and allowed me to start healing my relationship to myself and my body and how I saw myself, right? Which is why... When it just, I really love the nutrition school that I went to because if we're just being like, kill, 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 kill at you, and like you came to me because you're like, I'm so unhappy. I'm so uncomfortable in my body. I'm so, so many things. And we started to make changes on your body, which immediately made you go see a better therapist. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. Like there's this, always this cycle of like, ooh, my body is reflecting my mental state and yeah. back and forth. And now at this point, I am really, um, there's no, I believe there's no, there's no difference between physical and mental health. No, no, no. Everything no, is so that. connected. I just, how you think and feel and vice versa, right. what you put in your body all affects the whole thing. I have to speak on, um, there was another part of last week that I'm remembering now. And when you're talking about, when you're sitting, like being able to sit and watch from the chair, like the yeah. higher self, I had yeah. that first, like I have felt like I have felt that watching myself before I felt that feeling, but I think yeah. it was more of a disassociated feeling. Yes. As oh yeah. Yeah. Mentioned. That's but, yeah. 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 You can definitely also watch yourself and dissociate. That's absolutely true. in a different way. And I still will do that. But I think for the first time, so another part of last week, which is making my eye weird um, with the crying and the whatever <laughs> is I had like a near panic attack last week. That happened last week. Didn't it? When I called you or yeah, when I yeah. texted you and yeah. I was like, yeah, literally yeah. I'm having a panic attack. Yeah, because yep. um, you lost your key, because you forgot your keys. Forgot my keys, but I um, was on like five hours of sleep again. Yeah, yep. stupid. We knew where it came from. We yep. knew, exactly. So that was the thing, is that I physically felt so unwell. I was shaky. Yeah. I was yep. 
tearful, very much so. Yeah. I was like spinning in my brain. Yeah. And yeah. I have felt those symptoms before when I've had mm-hmm. like panicky feelings or more manic feelings when I've, especially when I've been severely depressed and like when my medication mm-hmm. wasn't mm-hmm. good. And it was a very mm-hmm. scary, scary time. But when mm-hmm. I was feeling those feelings last week, I was able to say, I was able to step away a little bit. I was still in it mm-hmm. and actively fighting, but mm-hmm. I was able to step out and see it and just be like, hey, you know what this is. You just got to get through this. You can, it's like, it was less, it was more of a bigger picture, being able to see it mm-hmm. in the bigger picture and know like, the reason why I was feeling that way um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. physically and emotionally. And it was like, okay. So it was like my higher self and my body self were talking mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. it was like, okay, you, you've got to just like breathe through this, do, mm-hmm. you know, like take care of yourself right now. This is temporary. This is whatever. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the first times that I felt that like, and I don't know if that's exactly what you're saying in terms of like, it is, it is, it is, okay. it is. Yep. It is. It is. It's the part of you there. Cause we all have this part of us, I believe. Yeah. That is called like, you can always reach for peace. Yeah. There's always going to be a part of you that is calm. That is the observer that knows you are good. That is love. That is, you know what I mean? And it's finding that, that voice that will guide you towards, Martha always says this, I'm such a fan of hers, you guys, Martha Beck. Yeah. Like, I feel like as far as like life coach stuff goes, I think her stuff is so, this the most special And her and her, one of our partners have a podcast called Bewildered. Uh-huh. And um, it's, it makes me happy to just listen to them, even if I'm not that interested, because I think they're both coming from such good places, being around yeah. that is so nice. Yeah. Um, but you know, she always talks about like at the core, our bodies, which some, you know, sometimes are much, much, you know, our, our brain, our brain thinks, but our body knows, right. They're wiser, right. And your body, when you know how to check in with it, will always guide you towards peace, freedom, and love. Mm. It will never, you know, and that's the self, I think, you know what I mean? And whatever, everyone can have their own relationship to this, right. This is what I've created for myself. And I think, you know, your relationship to yourself, why you're here, whether or not you feel religious or spiritual or none of it, all of that's valid. Whatever works for you, whatever you create. And this is, you know, me sharing what I've created for myself. Sure, sure, sure. Because um, I think this kind of stuff can be very off-putting for certain people. But, you know, like I do think that... The, like the Spirituality. Spirituality in general. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people think like crystals and woo-woo and astrology. And again, if that works for you guys and you're not hurting anyone, do all the things. Right. Like I have crystals that I play with, but they're like, might as well be like fiddle toys or whatever. What are those things fidget. on your desk that you fidget toys? Yeah. <laughs> it's like English isn't my first language, no. but guys, it is. Listen, it is. you have, but you also have like a weird mix English now that you're European. <laughs> you know what oh, I mean? Wow, that's like, evil. You say something, you know what I mean? It's like. But I like became a little bit British, and then all my friends were all over here. So I do say funny things. So like I do say funny things now. English is your primary language, but it's also like turning into something else. A mix mix salad? No. (laughs) (laughs) You're like you're really tossing a lot of salad. There we go. Gross. (laughs) 
<laughs> like I will always bring it back to sex. Thank you. <laughs> and I mean, what's more fun and delightful? What's than more that? fun and delightful? Oh my god, it was so funny. I did this random podcast last week, and I was like, you know, I'm wellness with like a side of dick jokes. And the guy was like yeah. a little bit Christian, and he was like, whoa. And I was like, I'm not gonna tell any. Oh my god. So and then I like referenced it one other time. He's like, what's your obsession with, obsession with dick jokes? I'm like, I'm not really. It's like the idea that like. Stupid no. humor. We can't take this stuff too seriously. No. And like, it's fun to swear and be a little dirty. So <laughs> I mean, wellness can be so uptight and like healing can be hard. Like, it's hard. It's so hard. Like you got to be able to, hey, not just love through it. But laugh through it. Laugh through it. The other <laughs> Maybe we should change the name. Honestly, wait, no. I think it's a. I think it's like. A, I think your podcast. I was gonna say. I think it's a supplemental podcast. That's our our comedy sister podcast. Right. I think so. Um. I like it. But yeah, I think that we all have access to that, right? And the longer I get, the longer I do this work, because it is changing and we're seeing, I'm watching it pivot. I'm changing. What I'm doing is changing. What I'm being called to do is changing. My clientele is changing. You know, it is what I believe guiding people to that part of themselves and whatever it is that, that looks like to you, it's that knowing it's that part of you that can calm yourself down. Mm-hmm. That knows what's true and right for you. And you're the only one who knows. I always say that. Yeah. And when you have access to that, then you can create a life and health and body and love and intimacy because you know your true north, right? And yeah. that's going to be different for everyone. And that's always going to change. Your body's always going to change. Like what you're interested, who you love is always going to tra- change. So having that connection to that true north, that inner knowing, that self with a big S or yeah, yeah. whatever you want to call it is so important. And what was really beautiful about you is, you know, I remember back when you were in, you know, your sort of codependent friendship that we yeah. talk about sometimes here, she would reach out to me. We we're all working together. And she was like, Claire's really not doing okay. Yeah. Like, I'm worried about her. Can you reach out? And you get very internal. And oh, just, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Disappear. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, you would sometimes receive the help, sometimes wouldn't. And, yeah. you know, I'd check in. And I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, like, I feel like you got into that space the other day. You reached out to me. Yes, I did. All I did was text you a few things. Yep. Like a breathing exercise mm-hmm. and just was like, I'm here. Yep. I was not in the position to be able to call you or I would have, but I was like, I'm here. It's I'll fine. continue to check in. And you were just in, I could feel it. Yeah. In our, in our text, you were able to find peace and able to guide yourself out of that. Absolutely. And I think I knew it was so interesting because- I I was like, okay, I need I need I need someone to be in my head with me for just a second. You know what I mean? Yep, like yep, I yep. can't just be here alone with it. And so yep. I was like, obviously you're so kind to be there. And so it was almost like I mean, I I I wanted to tell you the state of things, but in the, mm-hmm. also to share like, but I also know it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, But I also know it was like just being able to kind of set it out and talk about it just a little bit. And I wasn't, I was sitting in the diner because I had you were locked out, locked my key. Uh, yeah. I'd left my keys in my apartment, which yeah, here's the thing. <laughs> I pride myself on never being one of those people that loses keys, phones, whatever. 
Like I, I know. I, Same. And then guess what happened to me when I got here? Right. Yeah. Remember how much I spiraled? Oh my god! When I lost my phone. It was a new iPhone, so that's super Wow, annoying. that's very annoying. And then to like send annoying. me another one, yeah, the whole thing. Well, that was a whole chaos because you also were in a different country. It's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. It was a whole chaos. It was a whole thing. But I was stuck. I didn't have, like, I was already having this like manic whatever, whatever. And then I couldn't go home. And so then I'm sitting in a diner and texting you. So it wasn't, I wasn't in, a, I mean, granted, I could have been out on the street and had a conversation, but it was like, I mainly just needed to kind of spell it out. You were yeah. unbelievable just to be receiving and reminding me yep. of that this is your temporary power. and yep. you know your breathing exercise, like do the, you know, yep. The, yep. do these things. And it really, it was, I was so proud of myself. It was a scary time. I was very proud of you But as I well. was proud. And you were, at, you were on very little sleep. You were already dysregulated physically. Yeah. And you were able to re- save yourself from a panic attack Absolutely. through the tools that you've built. Yeah. Which is something you should feel really good about. I do feel good about. Last week was huge. Can we take a second? <laughs> I, I know. Take a second. Like between what happened with your dad and a breakthrough in communication, literally your heart opening and experiencing opening. love for the first time, you being able to access your higher self, your tools, whatever you want to call it, and talk yourself out. Like, can you look and at the progress like that you've made? The whole, like the whole childhood, you know, yep. granted. It's just yep. like- what? No wonder my eyeballs bright red and freaking out. I know. What I know. a week. Anyhow, I just it's wanted to take a moment and be like, what the fuck? That was a week. Honestly. <laughs> and I, and for, this is for everyone out there too. Like, yes, yeah. your progress matters. Yeah. Taking a moment to step back and being like, I couldn't have done this six months, 12 no. months ago. Absolutely. Look at where I am now. Because that allows us to keep going. And what's right? so that, interesting is that it, it, there is a bit of a snowball effect. Yeah. Right? It's like, I do feel, and also let's go back. Let's just take mm-hmm. a, a hot second to go back mm-hmm. to when you said the last two years. And we were like, no, no, it's been 11. It's been eight years, whatever. Two years? Like two and a half years. This is the growth that I, this is insane. Yeah. That's a lot. This is right? insane. Yeah. Breaking lifelong patterns of codependency, not speaking up for yourself, yeah. numbing, uh, like literally Torturing myself anxiety, in many ways, never really feeling love, never feeling love. Like, are you kidding? Yeah. Again, what's the most, I feel like truly what's the most amazing thing is love. I know. And I have so much. I guess love through it. Of course, love through it. And listen, I have so much love for friends and family, but it's like that, that next level romantic, that next level love is, um, has eluded me. It still kind of does, but it's, I'm seeing it more than ever. You're getting it more than ever, which is beautiful. And the hard thing is so many of us, and I was talking to a friend who's experienced this, haven't experienced it because they aren't open to receiving it. Right. No, I have not been open to receiving it. No. And you know what? It's so funny because I I continue to try to talk about what I do. Because yes, I am a health coach. Yes, I've studied like life coaching. 
But none of those things feel right. And it's so funny because I am in a couple of spaces where I've been able to sort of like talk more about what I do. And at the core, I just feel like I create a loving space for people. And this is sort of what my friend who was like a client at one point pointed out to me. It's like, this is what, you know. You create the bouncy castle. Of love. It's of a, love. it's, and I do really feel like that's what I do is I create this loving space. And it was so interesting. Um, so I was recently in Ireland for the first time and man, is it beautiful. And oh, Irish yes. people are delightful. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, and I was very I've never been go. there. I've never, I've only been to Scotland a couple of times, but I'm like, I mean, it's very similar. I love it. Yeah. Very similar. Very beautiful. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure they would not like it if no, I said no, they were no. similar. Let's not They're very different. No, no, no. But so I am problems Scotch here. Irish. So I feel like there's a, there, it's there. a there's mix a in there. Anyhow. And it was so interesting because I was going to a wedding of one of my friends who I went to acting conservatory with. Ooh, here I am talking about being an actor again. Oh my gosh, there she <laughs> is with the acting. It's either acting or healing journey and everyone drinks. All right, you Honestly, guys drink whenever I talk. <laughs> I love They'll it. Be wasted. It's my new favorite But it's game. funny because there is something really interesting about that journey where I always talk about, because I always, like, no one supports you. Like, unless your parents are, I don't know, you have a trust, but like loft, even then people are not trying to support you in being an actor ever. Everyone's like, wow, that's really hard. Or like, right. you're crazy or no one makes it. Like, yeah. And the odds I, so are not I really, in your favor. I really felt drawn to it. And I understand why at this point. And I loved it. And oh my God, it was amazing. And it's still amazing. It was funny. I met this guy who was like doing a short film next week. And I was like, well, I was an actress. Cause he was like, do you know any actors? And I was like, well, me, me, I'm retired. <laughs> Um, no, girl, you but could, if you wanted to, I mean, it's just, a I mean, place. I'd probably be better now because I don't care at all. Right. I would just be fun, yeah. right? Um, and you know, I always told myself I'd do it until it wasn't fun anymore, yeah. and that's what I did. And I remember I really I ended up after college because I acted in college a bit towards the end and was starting to like take class at a theater there in DC. and. And I ended up going to a conservatory in my mid-20s, and I was like, I just kept feeling like, you know what, this is, no, everyone should do this training, because you really had to be able to sit with yourself, you had to manage your emotions, you had to learn how to be in your body and be neutral in your body, you had to learn how to breathe, you know, it was just so many, it stripped away so many physical, mental, emotional, like, it was very rigorous, and like, I learned about embodiment and breathing and listening and being present in my body in a way that obviously brings up a lot of stuff. But it was so funny. It felt like a motley crew of weirdos. And that's like, and I remember going and, you know, I definitely like, as much as I'm 100% that, you know, I was really able to like skate through life being like, you know, fitting in Mm -hmm. and being popular and being cool and, you know, hiding all the weird and wearing the right thing and like just lucky enough to be in those spaces. You were, you were choosing how you presented. Yeah. Right. And I, you know, am aesthetically pleasing enough to be able to be invited into those spaces um, by society. Right. I was deep, you know, whatever. And um, I still, I have these moments where, because I never really felt like, like, even when I was little, you'd look in the mirror and you're like, this is the thing I'm in. Right. Like I always remember feeling like separate. Uh This is my meat suit. Like I'm this. Right. And I remember every, every once in a while, cause like who doesn't have like, I don't know about you, but like those moments when you're drunk in the bathroom by yourself. Oh yeah, and you're like talking to yourself or doing sure, your lip gloss sure, or something. Sure. Well, I don't I have to be drunk. Like, 
I'm you. <laughs> You're the one that's in. I'm inside of you. That's like, a that's weird me. moment to be like. I have. So like, I've always sort of not felt totally associated with this thing. So it's like, oh, and I had a boyfriend once that was like, I don't think you know how pretty you are. And I'm like, I don't know what that even means. What's like, I didn't, I just right. showed up like this. Right. I'm like, and then, and then of course it was really interesting. I was talking about this, with my friend who is here uh-huh. because I grew up watching things like full house. And I never thought that I would be, that I was pretty anyway. Cause I wasn't blonde and white. Well, there's that. And also I think that you, I think it's so funny that you say full house because I don't think that those, like that wasn't, I wouldn't say the epitome of beauty. <laughs> I know, but as a child, I thought so. But it's very blonde. It was like DJ Tanner very and like Stephanie Tanner, who turns out later we're in the same sorority at different colleges. How bizarre. But no, I hear, I, I just. DJ Tanner, and she was like, the best part when they did the remix. She was the best part of the whole thing. Did like, you watch Fuller House? No, I didn't. I was, she was the only one that was good. She was nailing it. It was so funny. Of course. I mean, it's just Jody, like Judy Sweden, Jody Sweden, Jody, sweet Jody. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's so funny. It's not like you said, Bay or like even say, no, L. like it's it's full, house. full house, which are like children who just didn't, <laughs> who I wouldn't say necessarily had come into their looks. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, but I, any, I just had to point that out. <laughs> you come up with as a child right well very blonde but I remember going to um Atlantic and being like oh like none of these people are like me Mm -hmm. like I have no like who are all these people I'm like no one you know like really not feeling like I connected with any of them or I would have been maybe quote-unquote friends with them and you know there was always a part of me because I was so insecure and self-loathing that really needed to be fit in and be cool and present that way because I was so deeply insecure on the inside. Yeah. And so it was like, Oh, and like, of course there was this like fabulous, adorable gay guy who's way younger. And that was hard for me, but like we were instant best friends, yeah. even though he was younger. Cause I had like, <laughs> it was like, so I'm funny. Too cool. And then he ended up like switching schools and I was like on an Island, but I was like, I don't feel like I really connect to any of these people. And like, the thing is you spend two and a half years, really being vulnerable, exposing yourself. And it was this safe space of, we all loved acting so much that it was this container of love, essentially. Yeah. yeah. And when you see, and the, you know, I say, I say this all the time, but like vulnerability is the first thing we look for when we connect to other people. Mm-hmm. And simultaneously, the first thing we hide. Yeah. Because it's so scary. Yeah. And you are just forced to be over vulnerable over and over and over. So it took no time at all for all of us to be deep, close friends or, you know, different You're friendship really dynamics. I felt You're really you do. Yeah. But talk about two and a half years of this and we get whittled away and we're 16 at the end. And maybe we're like closer to 50 in the beginning or something. And at the end, you know, we're so close. I love these people. They feel like my family And at this wedding, you know, I was so excited to go and I didn't realize how deeply important it was to me. And these are like my, a a small clique of New York friends that a few of them are so really, really close. I'm sort of peripheral because I don't live there anymore. But I was like, so it was so incredibly important to me. And what I realized, like seeing my one friend get married and be so happy and like my other friends there now, not me just going back to New York and popping back into their lives, but me being invited in sort of in my turf, right? right Over here now. Right, right. I couldn't stop crying. I could Special. not stop crying. Especially the day after the wedding, we like did this really fun pub crawl. And I've done so many in New York and they're fine. But in Ireland, it was like Different. a beautiful sunny day. 
they were live music. Right. So it was like you're sipping, I you know, I don't drink beer, I was sipping a cider, and we we're just like dancing. And it was this beautiful, joyful experience of togetherness. And by the end of the day, and everyone like everyone especially that knows me well knows that I like I'm just a faucet of feelings and tears and crying and you know it's like oh here you go but you know they love me for it but it was this really interesting experience of being like I these people are so important to me because they saw the worst of me yeah they were not like me and they loved me anyway it was the first real exposure to unconditional love that I ever received that is still happening, right? right? I still feel so close to these people. And 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 it's so interesting to reflect on what I do now because I truly believe containers of unconditional love is where the most healing happens. Mm-hmm. And like the thing I loved about IIN, uh, the Institute of Integrative Nutrition where I went, they always would talk about people will heal themselves by themselves in the right conditions. Mm-hmm. And often I believe the right condition and what I try to create for everyone. Of course, we use science and nutrition information and blood sugar and psychology and neuroscience. Right, right. But at the core, it's like, can we create a loving container for you to be seen so you can heal? And I think that is like the, the special sauce that I bring into it. Yeah. So I don't know. What that, I don't know. That, that, all that, <laughs> without sounding like a creeper, prostitute. No. Listen, but I, I truly I believe it, and I think <laughs> I know, I know, because that's honest work. That's honest. Work. If you have no, if you have nothing wrong with that honest work. No, no, no. But it is really interesting to, I'm like, and then it, if we want to give the biggest gift to each other, it's like a, 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 a container, a space of unconditional love. Mm-hmm. <sighs> You know, it's so funny because I do feel like talking about love, love, um, it is so bizarre to finally, oh, there she goes. It's going to fall out. It's going to fall out. It's going to fall out. This time is the time. Um, her eyeball. My eyeball. For those of uh, you. I pointed to my eyes because I am starting to cry. Um, the capacity for love. I think it's so, it's it's like I love my friends so deeply, right? Mm-hmm. Me too. And there's so many, right? There's so many people that I do deeply, deeply love. Yeah. And I think that um, after mom died, after all the the craziness with the end of my sister's life. It's like, I really just didn't, it's like the heart just kind of crumbled in a little bit. Yeah, of course. So, I mean, when you go through that much pain, you close it. Right. And so if I, you can't take it anymore. It can't. You can't leave it open. It can't. So why would I set myself up for more pain? Right. And so I mm-hmm. feel like over the 20 plus years, it's like, I've been like, breathing a little bit of life back into it, but it's always been very close. But I, I, I do feel with the two and a half years plus, but <laughs> mainly. Um, of us working together us is what she's referring yes, to, I'm assuming. Yes, of course. No. <laughs> no, no, no. But I mean, the pandemic did it for me. Just well, part pandemic. of it though. Honestly, pandemic did a lot. Well, it made us all get quiet and a lot of stuff comes up when you're willing to be quiet. Yeah. 
Yeah. But I, yeah, it's just so interesting because it's like, I, 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 I'm very embarrassed by this and I sound so stupid. So please know that I'm just saying this beyond not wanting to, that didn't make sense, but you know what I mean? Um, it feels so wonderful and beautiful and scary and all of the things to finally feel what that, what this love feels like. Mm, yeah. Oh, Ooh, that know. made my heart open more. Now I'm, I should point to my eyes. Right? Cause it's like, again, like you were saying what I said before of like, I never really, it's so easy to be by yourself when you don't really know love. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. what are you missing? Yeah. Right, right, right. Nothing. So it's interesting. Again, I could be quickly going headfirst into a whole hell of a lot of pain, but it's worth it. I got to. Why the fuck not? You have to. I can't. You I can't to. withhold this from my life anymore. No. No. Yeah. And honestly, it's been an honor to witness you in this on this journey. Like, I feel so grateful for everyone who trusts me with, you know, this process. Yeah. That we find together, right? Everyone's right. in a different place. And it's like, I do the best I can. Well, I, I meet you where you are and we figure out wh- how to get there. And yeah. It's so interesting because... It's like, oh, I want to lose weight or my, I, my gut is bad or whatever it is. And it's like we sit together and it's like, yep, that's part of it. But what's really the part of it? Yeah. And like, let's really do that work together. Yeah. And when people are brave enough to stick around and do that, because a lot of people stay with me a month or two. And then like, I remember this one guy actually went to college with, hired me during the, like, it was during the, it might have been during the pandemic beginning. Who knows? And I'm- he was like, weight stuff. You know, I want to lose a little bit of weight. Right. Da, da, da. I, I am running. I'm working. I'm like, which is like, you know, great. And then I remember he was like, um, what did he, I was talking to him and just about life balance, all this stuff I do, because again, it's like, it's such a small amount of weight too, that I'm like, okay, what's this really about? Right. You're fit. It's fine. And he was like, oh, on antidepressants. Yeah. And I was like, just curious, like why? Like, what's the journey? Like, and he goes, oh, I always go on antidepressants in between relationships. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh, wow. This is Obviously, if this, you know, we you need it, but like also this. Yeah. I don't think of like was, antidepressants as something to go on and off of. No, especially it's like, oh, I'm not in a relationship. Give me some pro that. Right? Like dull the so pain. Like, dull oh. the pain. And I was like trying to tiptoe into that. And he's like, oh, okay, thanks. And stopped working with me. And I was like, or I remember this other woman, again, so fit, so wonderful, like, it's the last three pounds or why do we eat so much chocolate? And like, we got down to it and she had never dealt with an abortion she'd had. I mean, and I, you know, and then not that it needs to be with me, like, please go to therapy, go to find an EMDR therapist. I'm not trying to do that. But when I start to point, shine the light on that, people disappear really fast. And I'm like, you may not be ready. And that's not my journey to push that. I would never, No, no, sometimes that pain isn't, but it is very interesting. And when people are brave enough to, to sit with what's actually underneath. Yeah. It is the, it's the biggest gift for me. Like I can't, there is nothing more beautiful than witnessing someone looking like find love and, and, and through that, like loving themselves. And that's what you're 
doing, right? Like yeah. a lot of, this is just profound self-love, like allowing yourself to have love. Yeah. That's part of your self-love journey. Well, yeah. And it, I think we've talked about this before. It's like being with- I'm sorry, it's a journey. <laughs> I know, that's okay. I'm, I'm, I'm lessening my reaction to it. Um, <laughs> no, but I think that it's- Oh, are you crying? No. Train of thought. Oh. Gone. Oh, there was pointing happening. There was on pointing. My end, so I was pointing like, up. Are we gonna? But yet I was leaning yeah. into it. It was my yeah, eyeball. yeah, yeah. That was confusing. It was okay. confusing. Get so sorry. Can you get clear with your hand gestures, please? This is a podcast, so hand gestures are incredibly very important. important. Thank you. I don't remember what I was going to say. It doesn't matter. It'll come back to me. If it's important, it will. Here's come the back. problem. Okay, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest Let's with be everybody honest. right now. I. Um, okay. So we're, I'm on this like 14 day sleep challenge challenge. that I hope will continue, you know, but I, whatever. Um, I, I went to see a show last night, so I didn't get home until a little bit later. So then that's Mm -hmm. true. Right. Because it's like, well, then now I'm starting in this and I, I am in the midst of, um, I have a couple jobs coming up. So I've got like a lot of to-do lists and things I need to be working on. And we know nighttime is when my brain goes, Mm -hmm. right? As -hmm. most people. But um, so I did some work. I did go through, you know, I wanted to take care of things before I went to bed. But before I knew it, it was two o'clock. I mean, it was like blink of an eye. And it was a productive, I wasn't on my phone. I was on the Mm -hmm. computer. The funny thing Mm -hmm. was that at one o'clock, no, it was about 1230. Mm-hmm. My internet went out, mm-hmm. which was very funny. But I was still, I was working on something that was on my computer anyway. So I was able to, but I was like, this is funny. That like, it's like, go, go to, to bed. bed. Go to bed. <laughs> no, I was like, nope, I shall continue. Will not. I will not. I will not. I refuse. So I finally was starting to get to bed and I was like, I cannot take another, like, I was so tired, but my brain was so wide awake. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I'm not going to take another melatonin. Mm-hmm. So I did smoke a little, smoke a little mm-hmm. bit of the pot. Mm-hmm. I have like, I have a, um, I do, I refuse to say that I vape, but I have mm. a little pin. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little, a little weed pen, not a vape, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. truly the same thing, but I'm refusing. Um, and I like that because it's like, you can have just one, pu- you know, it's not like yeah, yeah, a, little bit. A, little, a little bit. So I had a couple puffs and I was like, this will mm-hmm. hopefully just like, just like calm things down. Mm-hmm. But one, and I don't smoke. I rarely, I haven't smoked in a long time. Like I don't do it. I can't handle it. It makes me feel so crazy. I don't like it. So what's crazy, extra crazy is that, um, my memory is shit with it. And that's why I don't Mm, like to smoke that much because I, that's how gluten makes me feel the next day if I eat it. It's the same thing where I feel so spacey. My brain doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. I lose track of thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, So I don't love that, but you know, it had been a long time since, um, did it help you sleep? I think it helped me get there a little bit quicker. Yeah. There's a, um, I mean, I slept well. I listen, 
Good. With this and journey, sleep. Yep. with this journey, I have been, notice my word, this journey, I have been, <laughs> <laughs> I ordered a sleep mask. Amazing. Which is lovely. So I'm using that. Yeah. I'm doing like nighttime, like sleep meditation things. There's one that's like, we love that deep sleep meditation by the ocean. Are you kidding me? Amazing. I love it. Amazing. But it's like an hour long. So it's just like, yeah. Um, so I tried it the night before my brain was going crazy and I couldn't like get into it. So last night after smoking just a mm-hmm. little bit, it helped me be in that meditation Good. more. And Good. so, and then Good. I slept hard all night, you know, so we love that hard as you can, baby. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, so it was helpful last night. It's mm-hmm. not a long-term solution because my brain isn't at top yes. performance and I really, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's good not to lean on things. And it, and it's weird because there I have read things where science says it doesn't actually help your sleep that like maybe your right. sleep, you don't get a full REM cycle. I don't, I can't speak to that at this point. Sure, sure, sure. I'm but not advocating for it. If it makes you I'm just, feel worse the next day, don't do it. And it's, I know it helps a lot of people. Yeah. It can be very helpful. It does not help me. Yeah. And again, I'm not bioindividuality, say, baby. Yeah. I'm not going to say it's um, great for me. <laughs> But I try. I gave it a try last night because I said, you know what? I don't like relying on because I'll go through periods where I do take melatonin more often than I mm-hmm. should. And no, it doesn't help with like the full night's sleep, right? It just helps. No, it gets you to sleep. Though. Get yeah. to sleep yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I was like, yeah. well, let's just try this tonight. So I tried yeah. that last night, and then no, and you're on a sleep journey. You're discovering. This is so we're doing a science experiment, so it's good. And maybe the key is just not to be doing a podcast in the next morning like if I'm doing my yes. own thing yes well we decided to like there have been a couple of podcasts like uh-huh. Claire and I recorded a couple of weeks ago and if I am hungover I'm terrible well I'm like uh, there's no it's not top performance no, you know no I my energy is really off and I was proud of myself though because we recorded like a week or so ago and I was like we're not using this yeah. like I just didn't show up fully yeah. and like we you just everyone's got to know how they, I mean, so much of what I'm doing and what I'm getting excited about doing is like optimization, performance optimization for people. And like, you're the only, only one who knows. And like, truly where performance doesn't have to be acting or at your job. It's like, don't you want to show, know how to Why? be your best all the time? Yeah. So you can enjoy the most out of maybe this one precious life that we have. Right. So yeah, we're just still figuring that out for you guys. So before we wrap it up. Yeah. What are you going to focus on? Like, what are you adding more of and what are you doing less of right now? Well, I am. And everyone do this for yourself at home. You're right. Ask the question, not do what I do. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ask yourself this question. Just or do what you or, as if it resonates if it's good. with you. Um, I mean, I'm definitely continuing to work on the sleep. I, I am a week old. And can I, yeah. can I just point something out? The reason Claire has had these big breakthroughs in the past couple of weeks is because of the sleep journey. Correct. Correct. Sleep and lack thereof mm-hmm. the was her final way of avoiding and numbing. And though it was painful, yes. though it's been very hard for you, though it's been very confronting, yes. you have managed to make the biggest big breakthroughs within a week in a every week. area of your life mm-hmm. just by, and is she, no, she failed the sleep thing. She had to start over. Sure. Sure. I mean, you, you diagnosed it as that. I did not. No, I know. Um, I know. Um, 
that sounded harsh. No, it was fun. no. You're sometimes it's fun to be harsh. It's fun um, to be harsh, and also I said yeah, you I failed this. I'm going to restart. Over. But I just want to point out the importance of this, and this is where the physical, mental health or like growth in general, everything's so connected. How you do one thing is how you do everything. And when your physical habits or you, you know, you numb and avoid how you feel through physical things or vice versa, mentally, emotionally, you're preventing progress. Preventing so sleep progress. Thing, 100%. The sleeping for years and years and years and years. This was the last training wheel on the bike there were so many so many i mean <laughs> I the last know. one we took off right yeah. the last crutch and in and again you weren't ready to do it until you were ready right that and that's fine it takes as long as it takes for everyone yeah. but this journey is what allowed you to have these breakthroughs and i want to just point that out i you. thank you for and, extra pointing out yes and as you continue to prioritize it, you're just going to get more clarity and it will be more uncomfortable because when we stop avoiding things that we've been avoiding our entire life, it gets sometimes worse before it gets better, yeah. but man, it's worth it. It is. And I, and I know that like even this whole week and all of the tears that I've had, I've known that they are a side effect of growth, a side effect and of progress. Isn't it wild? That not sleeping for years <laughs> was one of the things preventing you from fully experiencing the full range of emotion of love right? that you've been desperate for. Desperate for, but terrified of. Yes. Mind-body connection, baby. Yeah. Beautiful. Isn't that... Anyway, so back That's to so more true. or less of... Um, yeah. So any, so I do have, um, I have a production design job next week or coming up, um, and I'll be out of town for it. So mm-hmm. leading up to that, I'm really, again, still focusing on the sleep, mm-hmm. looking at, you know, food. I take so much better care of myself when I'm going into a job. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to be really focused on taking care of myself and like getting things done in this mm-hmm. next week. Um, beautiful. And so this is because I have this job for a week and then I have a job that's taking a lot of October. And so mm-hmm. what's very exciting, what's wonderful. I'm so privileged. <laughs> To be Mm -hmm, in mm -hmm. a career, in a field where my work isn't all the time, Mm -hmm. Um, but it's also a horrible thing, right? But it's like, when it is, when I am busy, it's when I take better Mm -hmm. care of myself. Mm -hmm, It's when mm -hmm. I'm having to just self-regulate and whatever. So I am excited and nervous about the next couple months in terms of just Mm -hmm. like my body. And my mental mm-hmm. state, my body first and foremost is like just mm-hmm, mm-hmm. all of that. So that's kind of where my focus is. Um, mm-hmm. Feeling love will be there, but she's going to take a bit of a backseat while I take care of my body and mm-hmm, and show mm-hmm. up for these jobs. Well, guess what? When you take care of your body and you self-regulate and do what you love, you're going to feel more love yeah. no matter what. Yeah. I fully know that. And Great. What about you? Beautiful. Um, more quiet and meditation and space and sleep and silence. Mm-hmm. Less 
busyness, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. simpler schedule, uh, more trust yeah. of the journey and the process. And we can talk more about that later because that could be a whole other yeah. thing that I'm really playing with right now, but more trust because it's working. Yeah. Even though it's scary, mm. trusting the process, trusting myself. Yeah. Good things are happening. And um, yeah, that's it. I love it. More space to just hear myself and connect to my creativity and, and learn what the next right thing to do is. That's yeah. what I need. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. And, you know, I do groups. I do one-on-one work. If this resonates, I'd love to have you. Hello. Did you all just and- hear a two and a half year journey with like all of this growth, all of this? This is all <sighs> thanks to this woman right here. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, much. I don't want to. I'm not paying her to say that. I don't- <laughs> I'm at this point not paying her at all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean, I, it's like, obviously I'm a fan. Obviously, I'm a fan. Obviously, I believe it's in true. what you do. It's true. But I, not only have I experienced it, I've witnessed it with so many yeah, other people. Other people. So yeah, in other people. Thank you for saying reiterating. that. And I know that there's a lot of this work you can do on your own. You don't need me. And if you find value from the podcast, please like, rate, review, share. We want I to build that. a community of people who are empowered and love themselves and love each other and create healing containers of love because that is how we all heal. That is what I'm noticing more and more. Because again, people will heal themselves by themselves when given the opportunity and we are just trying to give you tools to have that opportunity. With a healthy dose of dick jokes on the side. Always. (laughs) Always. Always. And I thought of this earlier when we were talking that you did, that you're showing, and I'm always trying, where it's like those moments when your heart wants to close and yeah. shut off and disconnect and things hurt. Always, 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 and I try to practice this. In those moments, and this is where the one of my uh, one of my friends and I used to talk about this a lot when we were going through a lot, where it's like when those moments when your heart wants to close, if you can catch it and open it instead, mm-hmm. and instead of trying to shut down, disconnect power through, suffer through it. What if you opened your heart a little bit more, even if it hurt, and tried to love through it? Oof. Said the name of the podcast. (laughs) All right. I love you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, Claire. (laughs) And once again, like, I'm really incredibly privileged to hold space for this and watch you become even more powerful and, you know, whole. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Love Through It is hosted by Liana Nielsen and produced by me, Claire Burns. If you're interested in working with Liana as a client or hiring her to lead a workshop or be a contributor, you can contact her through her website, healthybyliana.com, on Instagram, at healthybyliana, or email, and you guessed it, healthybyliana at gmail.com.